the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, and welcome to today's City Mission Hope for the Homeless podcast. I'm Dean Gartland, President and CEO of City Mission in Washington, Pennsylvania. And today we're starting off the next part of our AIRS model, our City Mission's holistic care model, for and by discussing the R, which stands for recovery. And so we're going to take a little bit of a deeper dive into this by discussing recovery as it relates to medical health issues. And so let me just real quickly kind of remind everybody about this AIRS model. It's a model we use to measure success and and progress of our clients in our program as they move along this journey towards independence. And so one of the city mission's objectives, obviously, is that we want to see every resident, every man, woman, child that comes through our doors at the city mission who who become a part of our program uh, to really – Find a the, the way the, the the path to independent living. That's what we want. That's what we want. That's the goal for every single client. And so we know there's different levels and different uh, uh, places that each person is going to find themselves. I mean, so independence sometimes is a little uh, different from one person to the next, um, uh, depending on the issues that they have in their life. Uh, but medical is a huge issue. Because for many of the homeless, as we uh, probably uh, uh, understand that many of them don't go to see a doctor very often. And so they uh, uh, tend to neglect uh, their medical uh, care and their medical issues. And even when they're experiencing something, uh, they tend to turn to other uh, forms of and, and other ways of, of you know medicating themselves such as you know drugs or alcohol uh, and again we've addressed those issues in previous podcasts uh, about the, those barriers of, of, of drugs and alcohol but the heirs model just basically stands for housing employment income recovery and uh, spiritual development and so that are we we've covered housing we talked about employment and income uh so today we're going to talk about this recovery piece as it relates to medical recovery because this is a again a a significant barrier in the lives of so many men and women um and so uh in my in the studio with me today uh again my uh co-host here uh, leah dietrich who's our director of residential programs at the City Mission in Washington, PA. And she's going to give us a kind of an overview of the mission, our, our programming, and specifically about our medical piece of, of what we do. And, and we also have uh, another guest that she's going to introduce uh, who's going to give us some very uh, specific information about the medical issues that uh, that comes through our door, that comes through our clinic, and how we are addressing those issues and what the success that we see in the lives of our, the men and women. And so, Leah, maybe you can take us uh, through a little bit about this whole medical piece and why it's so important and, uh, for those uh, people ca- coming into the mission. Why is this so, such a critical piece to the puzzle? Absolutely, Dean. Thanks for having me today. And we're excited to talk about medical 
recovery because we know that a lot of our residents come to us with chronic health issues that are just underlying and have not been addressed. Many of our clients also struggle with, because they are homeless and sometimes transient, they struggle to connect and remain connected with proper medical care. So primary care physicians following up if they have a health issue and need to be seen by a specialist. Sometimes it's very, very difficult for them to have consistent transportation. So that means that a lot of our clients come to us and they've frequented an emergency room setting for what you may typically go to your primary care doctor for. So a cough becomes pneumonia, requires emergency room care because it's not treated, or blood sugar spikes because insulin is not being taken as needed or any medication is not being taken as needed. So you have these kind of spikes in health crises that then come down and aren't handled. So it just becomes kind of this cycle, uh, which can be really detrimental to people. It can lead to homelessness because we're missing work or because we're not able to follow up with the things that we need to do um, in order to address these health issues. So our clinic is run by Rich Moore, who is our medical clinic manager, who's actually in studio with us today. And Rich is at the helm of helping our residents to understand the importance of their health and the importance of following up and following through uh, with even addressing very challenging and sometimes frightening medical issues. So Rich, talk to us a little bit about the clinic and what you do in the clinic in order to address client health issues. All right. Uh, thank you, Dean and uh, Leah, for having me here today and being part of the podcast. Um, the medical clinic at the City Mission is is a very unusual clinic. We we don't have – it's not a normal clinic by any means. We coordinate a lot of things at our clinic. We have a volunteer doctor that comes periodically. We have a relationship with Centerville Clinics who come weekly. Um, and then we have each each resident can have their own private doctor if it's within the area and they can get there, you know, usually by walking or just taking the bus. Um, but we we have an unusual clinic, that's for sure. And when our folks come to our clinic, one of the things that I do is make them a list. And because when they come, they are often coming either from the street or prisons or rehab and they may not be focusing on their health care the way I want them to focus on their health care. So my list is important and I'll circle things on the list for them to do in the coming weeks to make sure that they establish health care and things like that. Well, that's interesting and I know some of the uh, um, and men and women that are coming to the mission and they, you know, every one of them has to have a complete physical, correct? I mean, they, they, coming into the program, everyone is seen. Um, and I know that the clinic also provides some um, vaccinations and some other things. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because these are things that, um, whether it's TB or some of these things that sometimes people think, well, homeless people, you know, TB must be rampant amongst the homeless or something like that. Do you see this? Are these things that, uh, what do you see the most of? Definitely, those, those are those are good topics and questions, Dean. Absolutely. Um, when they when they come to us, um, I started doing some screenings when I first came to the mission. TB was being done, but you know because of the expense of 
buying PPD, um, it was dropped off at some point. But then I reestablished it after we determined that we have money to buy those things. And so I do I do test everybody for tuberculosis by doing a skin test when they come in. And tuberculosis was a big thing at one time many years ago, but it's not as big as you might think it is, especially at the city mission, because I've never seen a case yet at the city mission mm-hmm. because of our screenings. And then, you know, I got the opportunity to uh, establish a relationship with Central Outreach. And they brought us HIV kits. They brought us hepatitis C kits. And now we're screening folks for those diseases as well. And in the last few years, we've been able to get people cured for hepatitis C because of those screenings. And I have not yet tested or or found a test positive for HIV yet. And if we did find someone positive, we would counsel them and and refer them on to Central Outreach where they would get further counseling, further testing to confirm to make sure they do have what, what a preliminary rapid test would say. And then we'd get them treated as well. So those are great things that we have been doing at the mission to screen our residents because, you know, folks are homeless. They come from really horrible situations and they haven't been living their life the way they're supposed to. And they they oftentimes do bring us diseases and things like that. And it's good that we're able to screen those. Mm -hmm. I know over the years that the – and, of course, I've been doing this quite a long time. And so seeing different medical problems that people had, I – I, I, I always think of this one individual who uh, came to the mission. He was a chronic alcoholic and, you know, tr- and trying to, uh, you know, uh, work, help them become independent. Well, here they had a um, uh, went to the clinic uh, and were sent to the uh, hospital for some x-rays and they discovered that they, he had a broken neck. And the uh, apparently drinking fell off a wall, hit his head on the concrete, broke his neck. But it wasn't the break wasn't such that he couldn't function, but he was in constant pain. And so, because he was in constant pain, he was drinking to kill the pain as the way to be able to live. Tell me about how the, some of the people that you're seeing in the medical clinic. Do you see that a lot, where people are self medicating? through drugs, alcohol, uh, to cover up pain issues that, that, that are underlying some of the issues that they're facing? Oh, that absolutely, Dean. That, that's a very good uh, question that you have there. Absolutely. Those, many people that do come through the city mission have pain. That is a big issue. They have back pain, neck pain. They've fallen off of things, jumped off of things. I mean, I had this one gentleman a couple of weeks ago who, who actually uh, attempted to suicide in Pittsburgh and he went off of a bridge and it's it's a horrible thing he broke his back he broke his leg he broke his ankle he broke his arm i mean and those things you know didn't matter he just kept going he just took off kept going and he's walking around with these fractures mm. and so this guy shows up and i'm doing an intake on this guy and i'm like oh my goodness and we're addressing all of these issues and i said how are you possibly going through your day with this kind of pain they do. They do amazing things. So when we see folks like that, that just adds to the intake that we're doing already and we find these things. And then it's imperative that we get them hooked up with orthopedic care, um, get them a PCP right away so we can address their pain either medically through medications or therapy or even to go to see an orthopedist to possibly get a fracture set. Hmm. 
very interesting. And I know the there is one other thing that I, I want to make sure we hit on here. Maybe, Leah, you might want to speak to this. But the, the, the mission has a, a drug-free pain management clinic. I mean, it functions right there in the medical clinic. And uh, I wanted to either Leah, you or or Rich can if you could talk a little bit about that drug free pain management clinic uh, and and how important that is to the uh, care that the people receive who come to the mission. So at this point in time, the services that we're offering to help individuals to address their pain without the use of opiates, which we know is an epidemic that we are facing in the country, uh, we are currently offering chiropractic care as well as alpha stim. Uh, treatment. And Alpha Stim is a product that's actually been around for uh, the past 35 years, I believe. Um, And it looks like a TENS unit, but it works with the alpha and beta waves in the brain in order to decrease pain, decrease anxiety, and increase sleep uh, for individuals who are facing insomnia. So it really works with those issues as well as depression and it's being used very commonly right now in the VA health system to address individuals who are facing PTSD so it has a lot of merit and value within the community but we are able to bring it to the city mission thanks to our drug-free pain management program and we are able to do that on a consistent basis we have staff that are trained in it so we're able to address pain without medication and it actually helps medications to become more effective. So things like Tylenol and ibuprofen that wouldn't typically be enough to help deal with something like a fracture that you're walking around with uh, becomes more tolerable. And we've had a lot of residents with chronic pain issues just find relief through that program. And we've worked with a lot of professionals in the community throughout the past few years, uh, athletic trainers, physical therapists, things like that. Um, in order to address the pain that individuals are facing. So I think that we would also be remiss if we didn't talk about, just for a moment, the fact that so many of our residents need coaching Mm -hmm. throughout their process, whether it's in dealing with pain, whether it's in dealing with chronic health issues. And one of the things that I appreciate about the clinic and that Rich does very well and he would never admit to is really working with clients who are resistant to getting treatment. Uh, They may decide not to go to their follow-up appointment or they might not take their medication. And Rich is such a good advocate for their health of sitting them down and encouraging them and being honest with them that if you don't address this issue, this could plague you or this Mm -hmm. could cause you issues down the road and here's what will happen. And his demeanor with the residents and follow-up and passion for them to become independent in addressing their health because that's our goal is to become compliant with our treatment plan, address their medical issues, following up with a PCP, establishing a regular health relationship and we're about 63% successful mm, with our right. residents in doing that. A lot of that has to do with the compassionate care that our medical clinic is providing. A lot of our residents have had poor relationships with healthcare providers because of their frequent use of emergency rooms as primary care. Mm. They burn bridges with providers or they're not able to follow up with that treatment. So we have to rebuild all those relationships. And really rich in the medical clinic is the foundational place for that. It's the first place where they may have a positive encounter with him, with our volunteer medical providers, with the residents from the Washington Hospital, with Centerville Clinics, they're beginning that relational process 
of getting comfortable with the medical community again. Hmm. And for some of them, too, their addiction began with opiates. So they can have an unhealthy relationship with medications and say, "Okay, I can't take any medications. Well, no, you need your high blood pressure medication or you need to take your insulin, whatever it may be. The clinic can be a real healing place in that, too, not just to help with medical ailments, but to help with that relational process of taking care of yourself again. Well, I know the uh, in. you hit on it when you said about the fact that fear, fear of the unknown, fear of, uh, you know, not knowing what, the, you know, they're afraid to get an x-ray. They're afraid mm-hmm. to go and get an assessment. They're afraid. Uh, uh, so there's some all this underlying fear issues that plague folks in order and keeps them kind of behind the barrier, behind the wall and not wanting to walk through it and not not willing to overcome some of these barriers. But boy, I tell you what, the medical piece is such a critical piece to the puzzle um, in helping and helping our folks be able to overcome some of that fear. Uh, Rich, uh, I, congratulations on being able to help folks overcome that fear because that uh, uh, is a, uh, a legitimate issue for many of the homeless and the people that walk through our doors. And, of course, that relates to the fact that as a Christian ministry, uh, we do try to help people overcome some of these fears through a, introducing them to a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so that, and, 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 if, and if people are able to do that um, and be able to have a positive relationship with God through Christ, they can, uh, those, some of those fears begin to dissipate, and they begin to see that healing comes about in many ways. Uh, so uh, through the doctors, through the medication, through uh, treatment, and through that process. And so we're very, very grateful for what the city mission uh, being there and, and the services that are provided to the uh, the homeless and the needy that walk through our doors. Well, we are at the end of our time. Uh, Leah, Rich, I want to thank you so very much for joining us today on our podcast. It was great to have you here. And uh, so the next time we're going to be talking about uh, what I just related to a little bit about our spiritual programming at the City Mission, and it's the S in our heirs model of spirituality. And uh, uh, so anyways, that I would love for uh, folks to feel free to contact us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'd love to have your comments on the topics we discuss. Please feel free to do that. And so from myself and the whole City Mission team, I want to thank you for joining us today, and God bless you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 